Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. And we are here drinking some beers from Aslan Beer Co. out of uh, Herndon, Virginia. These are a gift from friend of the pod... Eric Grimm. Yes, thank you very thank much, you, Eric. Eric. He was down there, on, down in the area on uh, some sort of tech conference. And, That's not uh, what Herndon is. Like, it's is just, that like... just out of sight of D.C. Okay, it's it's part of that like Beltway suburbia thing? I believe it is. Yeah, yeah. I think Tim and Katie Cruz lived in that town for a period. Uh, I can't keep track of where it is. I thought everything was Tyson's Corners or something else's Corners <laughs> in that area. <laughs> like... <laughs> No, I Most that... of my knowledge of that area comes from oh, the names of it. places on ma- the map of Fallout 3. <laughs> there you go. I usually just go, how do I get That's through funny. this neck of the... If I'm going Church to Falls, it, hey, how do I, I know avoid, that name. How, how do I avoid this place so I'm not sitting in the traffic that I left Long Island to avoid? And yeah. typically typically the answer is buy a fucking helicopter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we got some interesting beers from this. Uh, the first one is a Hella's Lager. Then we've also got a... Uh, what, what is that? A Brett IPA? A Bippa. A what, what? A Bippa. Brett Bippa. IPA. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a new thing that, that Mark's making up right now. By the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have tired silly Mark today, so you're all in for a treat. And then the last one is an Imperial Stout that says... It's got everything. It's, got, they, it's a fucking kitchen sink stout. Yeah, it's got all the threw, things. Threw everything. Yeah, they, they were like, wait a second. We want it to be a Goza too. We're going to throw some sea salt in there. Like We got okay. all everything. Let's, do, let's just throw all the shit in there. So the Hell is, has a pretty uh, interesting label on the can super metal yeah but like very like early internet metal yeah it's it's definitely geocities metal (laughs) yeah you know it's ride the lightning metal it's (laughs) it's i was 16 in like 1992 and i wanted to make a really cool website and this is what i designed it like there's lots of lightning letters and just copious use of the blink tag yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) lightning letters bro Fucking metal. Yeah, don't forget to recycle. Recycle. <laughs> and while the can is uh, metal, the beer is a it's a Hellas Lager for sure. Um, right. yeah. The, the uh, it is a, a hazy, almost like very light IPA ish type color. Um, the, what do you get of the nose bar? Because I, I, the aroma peach. for me is a little like yeah, I get it. I get it very fruity. Yeah, peach and uh, yeah, as it looks like peach juice, smells like peach smells and white bread. Yeah. Yeah. The flavor is very, very light. There's not a lot of intense flavor coming through there. Like, I took a sip, and I'm, by the time I'm trying to think about what it was, I'm like, oh, I think I missed it. Let me go back. So, I'm going to go back in there. Yeah, I get I get a um, kind of a bread dough, um, like light bread crust type uh, type flavor. You know, it's a little bit more than, than white bread, but it's not really, we're not toasty, and we're definitely, you know, we haven't gotten to wheat bread. It's nice. white bread bread crust. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly it. Yeah. It's it's the crust of Wonder life. Bread crust. Right. The stuff that everybody wants death, cut off. Death this bread, is what this death bread like. crust. <laughs> Listen, the sponges are healthy. Okay? Oh my god. Dude, how crazy it is barely even bread. You're basically still eating the dough. Like you can wad it up into a ball. Like if you try to take real bread and wad it into a ball, it crumbles. Like it falls apart. White bread just you could keep caking it together and you can make a snowman out of it. Well, I mean Do that was you the thing. Build a bread man. <laughs> <laughs> 
that, I don't know the next line. That, that, that was the move going. up at, uh, you know, summer camp, scout summer camp. Like oh, yeah. You smush the white bread flat so yeah. that when you attempted to spread butter on it, it you didn't rip, rip you it to did, shreds. Didn't yeah. destroy it. Yeah, because, and also because the butter was always frozen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You needed one of those. butter at negative yeah. 20 degrees, you, you and this bread is... Yeah. Soft as hell. Right. You needed to heat up the heat up the butter and put it in one of those things you butter corn with in order to like have any shot at getting butter on it. <laughs> like on that bread. That bread would just tear it to pieces. Yeah. Fucking Yagu. Um the only time I ate that bread was when uh I got we had the tomato soup and I dipped it in tomato soup. It's the only time yeah. I, I I fuck with that bread at all. Oh yeah. uh, no, I ate like at least a slice per meal <laughs> oh. when bread was offered. Yeah. <laughs> You needed to keep everything together. <laughs> Usually it was like, <laughs> well, that's because it was on the table when you got there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're <laughs> like, God damn, I'm hungry. Yeah. My ass has been swimming. Bread. Yeah. <laughs> Today was a swimming test. I'm really, really hungry. Yeah, yeah. don't eat the pancakes that morning. Ooh. They weigh you down, bro. Weigh you down. You're never going to do the mile swim if you eat the pancakes. I did the mile swim, believe it or not. I did, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, looking at you, you look like someone that in a former life, like, did the mile swim. Yeah. I look like the shit that people were running from while doing the mile swim. <laughs> Listen, I just... I rode the boat while my brother did the mile swim. Yeah, which was the same year that I did it. Yes. Yeah. I had my old man roll the boat for me. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I look forward to sending my son to a scout camp, See, not going there. Seeing <laughs> a, uh, you know, a 50-some... Well, who would have been, what, late 40s at that point. You know, guy from Brooklyn show up to summer camp like yeah was really funny like and he's sitting there like and you know when everybody breaks in the song he's like where the fuck am i the first what time kind of yeah, weird the... stepford world is oh this? yeah yeah well, the, the first, 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 first time you witnessed that went down. In, in you know the, when everyone's the standing up and singing he like nearly fell off the back of the bench because oh. he was laughing so hard yeah because <laughs> he like, couldn't like believe that it actually happened i just hear medicine bow and goes down Oh, man. I'm, oh, so. I'm resisting the urge to get into all the songs, so let's yeah. keep talking about the beer. There's, it's the peachiness, the white bread thing. It's very, it's very refreshing, but I don't. I don't really think it's very hellacy. Yeah, like I feel like there's not a lot going on on there. I want some kind of note of flavor to impress upon me, and I'm not really getting it. Can one of you guys refresh me on like what's the style of Hellas, like what it's supposed to be on there? Uh, I'm working on that right now. All right. I definitely think that, well, from memory. And I'm, lo- also I'm looking at the, the chart. Very so, tired. Have any inter- Hellas Bach. That's a Bach. We don't want this. This would be a closer to a Munich Hellas. This is a, right? yes, this is a Munich, Munich Hellas. Right. So, we're looking at a... That's not helping me. The overall... overall Three to five, right color. Yeah, it's going to be a clean, malty, gold-colored German lager with a smooth, grainy, sweet, malty flavor and soft, dry finish. Subtle, spicy, floral, or herbal hops and restrained bitterness help keep balance malty, but not sweet, which helps make this beer a refreshing everyday drink. The only place I think that this would fall short is on the finish. I think the finish is a little sweeter and not quite as dry and refreshing as I would expect. I think I might. I think the peachiness is out of place, too. I, I, get, it on, I get that on the aroma. I, I mean, I don't get it in the flavor. Although I agree. Yeah. On Rome, it's definitely out of, out, of, out, of, uh, out of style. I feel like it would benefit from more of a noble hop character in there. Yeah. This, to create that little bit of spiciness that could then be replaced with that, then be finished in that, clear, in that cleanness, and I think would create an overall more pleasing beverage. Mm-hmm. That being said, this is pretty good. Um, I might have two of these. I might go with a I mean, pint. The bomber, like I think, it's easy to drink. 
You could easily drink two and not think about it. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go with the bomber on it. I don't think this is a bad beer at all. I mean, I'm you know, because I'm a beer judge, that's how I think of shit. So that's the only reason why I brought up the out-of-style part. It's not right. like that's an important thing. Although, you know, again, if you're looking for a Munich Hellas and you love Munich Hellas, this probably isn't going to be it. But uh, I like the beer. It's going to be a pint for me, mostly because um, I think it'd be good on a hot summer day. But it's not. Yeah. It's not something. It's not. I mean, Munich Hellas is a style that I'm going to go after anyway. Right. I, I'm I'm going to side with Kevin and give it the bomber, but uh, it's like I've definitely had Hellas's that I've enjoyed a lot more, like the one from the Chamonix Creek. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, the Tom and End or something. Yeah. Tom and End, yeah. Did we get a, a Hellas from a, that one in a St. Louis, the Chestnut Hill? Was that one? I don't remember. Urban Chestnut? Urban Chestnut. I don't remember if one of those was a Hellas. I don't remember if it was a Hellas, or, but it was another light German style like that that I was trying to think of. So, But, yeah, I think so. I think it's pretty tasty. It's a good start. Definitely a good start to a to a session. Like, it's a good it's a good beer. It's uh, you know I don't want to make it seem like it's it's yeah. not it's it, there's anything wrong with it. There isn't. It's just not uh, not my thing, and I don't think it's. Uh, I think it just it just needs to be crisper. It would be crisper and it cleaned the palate a little bit more. The sweetness would be more so, enjoyable with the radio button choice of classic example of the oh, style. Jesus. And <laughs> or how about how about five check boxes? I would I would finish the sample. I would pay for a pint. <laughs> All right, bring me in here. Where so bring me in the loop because you guys are like. Like, have, yeah, obviously, there's yeah. a joke that I'm missing. So here. there's a oh, the, yeah. Here you go. What have they renovated the? Uh... No. Well, it, the, I was referring to the bottom right. Yeah, where they give you the the sliding oh, scale shit. of uh, okay. Two style uh, stylistic flawless. accuracy, technical merit, and intangibles. I like how the intangibles go from wonderful to lifeless. Yeah, I, you know what I do sometimes? I cross out. I cross out wonderful, and I write Derek Jeter <laughs> next to intangibles. I like that. <laughs> true. True. Lots of intangibles. I, uh, um, so what I was referring to is recently in a competition that uh, I was in, they unearthed um, the like old these old school checkbox score sheets. Like oh. NHC uses a checkbox score sheet. These were like the first version of it, and it's like Fisher Price, my first score sheet. There's like no place to <laughs> I need, actually. I need some of that shit. There's actually no place to write anything, and a lot of it doesn't make any sense. And at the bottom, there's this there's checkboxes that say, "I would finish the sample. I would pay for a pint of this." I want the recipe, like just to like give an overall impression of how much you is you love the thing or That's don't love the thing. Yeah. Like you know, I won't drink this is not an example, not a list on there. They're yeah. all positive for the most part. So, yeah. um, so no. I would finish the sample is the nice way of saying. Well, that's all I want. Yeah. There you go. And the only way to, the only way to uh, ooh, is Mark that going to work? I don't think so. Nope. <laughs> We found its limit. We were trying the uh, we had, the bread IPA is in a really cool like Euro style like lambic a thirty nine yeah. millimeter uh, cap instead of the the U.S. standard thirty six millimeter. Okay, that's blasphemous. Don't say U.S. standard and millimeter in the same sentence. Yeah, this is the this what the fuck is the name of this Marks of Civilization. We had a chance and we never took it. <laughs> This is, yeah, Marks of Civilization, uh, Brett, Brett IPA. Oh, just a step back? Yes. The Hell's Lager was Much Ado Hell's. Oh! Much Ado Hell's Lager. Hell's. Oh, you found it on there? Yeah, it's on the side, underneath the, wow. uh, the sweet lightning from it. The sweet lightning screensaver that they screenshot. <laughs> 
<laughs> or like the, the one of the shitty transitions from like the first version of Adobe Premiere. <laughs> exactly. Yo, oh, the, look, the head on this is pretty pretty sick yeah. for a Brett beer. I didn't pour that vigorously. I went I went ultra aggressive. Smells Classic really good. Judges yeah. yeah, I mean this looks like a, I mean this looks like a milkshake IPA like from the you know yeah, from you the looks see, of it. You can't see through this. Yeah, mine, think, mine might have a little bit more sediment. Yeah. yeah, I got more sediment than than you guys did, but um, it's almost like a pineapple juice color. Yeah, and I get a lot of pine. Actually, I get pineapple on the nose. Um, yeah, with like a I tiny little hint of funk. Pine. Yeah, I get, I get I get a sweet pineapple. I get pineapple from it. I also got some dankness initially, but that seems to have blown off pretty quick. Yeah, the, just a tiny bit of like, if you had handed this to me, I would say this is going to be a pithy New England IPA. That would be my guess on aroma. I don't really get enough of the funk. I get enough that I know because I know it's there. I get a little bit, but I don't get enough that I would be like right away. In, there would be an indication to me that this is a bright beer. This is weird. This is weird for me. Yeah, um, you know what's funny? You know what just occurred to me? It's a bread IPA, so I'm waiting for funk, and it's probably the primary fermentation, which means that it's not going to be a lot of funk, and more citrus. Correct. Right. Not necessarily citrus, but there's probably where the pineapple's coming from. Yeah. It's weird. I'm Maybe. staying by weird. Yeah, I'm. I I, t- I tend to like bread IPAs, and I like this one. To me, it tastes almost like like juice that's kind of turned a little. Like I'm not getting the uh, I don't know. I'm not getting a pleasing sensation out of it. Yeah, I mean, I get. I I, I think it needs more bitterness. I wasn't gonna go there. I was gonna say I think that I think the pithiness is is as far as it can be taken. Another kind of bitterness may be helpful, but that I get building on the back of my palate. I get that, um, you know, that that lemon pith. Yeah, no, I've I've got like a weird kind of like pine sully kind of flavor going on, and I'm not. I can understand that. I'm not digging it. I get the same thing, but I'm I'm into it. Like I I I, I understand yeah. exactly what you don't like, but but I like it. Yeah, I just. <laughs> Yeah, something about it's not working for me. The head is not going away. <laughs> it's really like a nice layer of fine bubbles. It's like picturesque. That's what she said. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go yeah. back. I said another sentence, so I was confused. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt. You. No, no, that's fine. She does. She does say that. Um, <laughs> uh, hmm. The flavor, I'm going to say, is like a if you had a pineapple with um, a lemon peel, essentially. You know what I mean? It tastes like how lemon pine salt yeah. smells. Or a Meyer lemon. Could be a little bit like a Meyer lemon, too. Yeah. No, not getting that. No? No. Uh, you know, I, I, I know yeah. that a Meyer lemon is a thing. <laughs> I've only had it because I've, I've, Steph made lemon curd one day, and they were at the house, and I'm yeah. like, I might as well give this a shot. Um, I would say that this is something that so anyone who's into any of the... You know, we'll call them higher end Vermont New England IPAs would probably be down for this. I It'd be something care. a little a little different f- from that, but I think they would be into it. I concur. And it, and I think if you compared this, if we were having this compared to some of those ones that we've had, mm-hmm. uh, like some of the Alchemist beers that we've had and stuff like that, yeah, I would go to this because I'd be like, this is the most favorite my. The one I enjoy more than the other ones. This is the top of the of the shit pile. <laughs> to me. <laughs> to me. But it's just... Whipped cream down, on shit. It's just going down a road that I'm not interested in. It's just that... 
it's just a pile that like I'm not into. So, so is it, is it a big pile of nope or is it um it's a solid nope. It's not okay. a big pile of flaming nope that okay. I'm just not going to like Beelzebub. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's not yeah. one of those. What's that? I said yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um it's just a straight nope for me. Um it's going to be a taster. Okay. I'm, I'm wow. Going, All right. I'm not going to a pint because I look at it. I don't even want to. I yeah. will finish this. If you, but if you don't, don't want re- to, I will because I'm will into finish it. it. But yeah, I don't want any more. Yeah. What do you What do you think about this, Mark? I think everyone kind of knows what direction I'm going in. I, I I can't I can't decide whether or not this is something you'd be you're down down with or not. I'm kind of with Kevin. Like I I have like a weird lingering, almost like a little bit like metallic flavor mm-hmm. on my palate from it. That just you know, I'll, I'll finish the tasting, but I don't want a glass. And so you're going taster too? Yeah. Holy shit! I'm really surprised. Um, I'm bomber on it. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, again, I'm a lower level bomber. Like I'm not <coughs> no, drinking no. two of these in a row because yeah. I do. I do the building the built the building uh, flavor. Um, <coughs> I understand. I understand metallic. Like I can kind of conceive of that. Yeah. For me, it's that lemon pith that builds. But when I take another sip. It doesn't, it doesn't build like like I couldn't have a pint of it. So I mean, on a ba- on a bad day, it'd be a pint. On a good day, it'd be a bomber. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give it give it the I'm bomber. I'm not saying it builds. Yeah. I'm just saying that it lingers. It doesn't need. It doesn't. It doesn't need to build. I just I, don't fucking yeah. like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with Mark on that one. Like it it doesn't build up and get more intense, or it just feels the constant same of it never went away at all. No, no, you gotta. You got to move one of the fingers back and forth a little bit. It works better. <laughs> Trying to uh, clean this up a little. Do you, do you want the other one? Um, I'll take it after we drink it. Oh, so okay. we're going to crack into the last one now, which is... Save us Imperial Stout. Which is You're the crazy Imperial Stout, which has <laughs> a little bit of everything. It's got cocoa nibs, chipotle, peanut butter, and sea salt. And it's a 15% ABV pint. I mean, they didn't fuck around and put it in one of those little cans. This is a 16-ounce can. Yeah, no, this is so, this is legit. And I really like that they have the little next beer do thing, almost like you would uh, like when you change your oil. Dude, I bet those are stickers. Peel them. It looks like you can peel them off. Yes, they are. They are. That is cool. I that think, is super fucking cool. I think you should put one on your fridge. I have to buy a new fridge. Okay, yeah. so don't put that on your fridge. I'm going to put one on the... On the uh, I'm... There. That's good. perfect. I might be able to help you with that. We'll talk later. Yeah. So let's crack this open. I'm interested to see this. Yeah, I was really excited for this one, and I, you know, I was telling the guys earlier that when Ooh, I was talking when I was talking to Eric about which ones we wanted, I really meant to ask for the. They have a sour that has Oreos in it and some other shit, and I meant to ask for that, but I forgot. Like I, I fucked up and got the wrong one. This wasn't the wrong one. I, I didn't mean to get the yeah. Hellas, but uh, I still think. It, I mean, podcast wise, it was better that we had a Hellas. Like we had a, a more yeah. more of a breath of what oh, they do. Yeah, no, but I, I you know, I I love me some fucking Oreos. Look at the head on that. That's nice. That is nice. And it's got a. It is. It's black. <laughs> Not is light it, black. It, it's I was black. Say, is it light black? No, it's black. And it's got a. Whoa! A really look at the dark head. Dark fuck head me! On that. Like the the bubbles on the head. It was like Technicolor going down. That was really cool. Oh, dude! Oh, straight peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter for days. But like a really dark chocolate too. Like, yeah, it's like, like it smells like the dark chocolate Reese's peanut butter cups. That's yeah, like, the type of peanut butter I smell. Is I smell Reese's peanut butter, like a very yeah. precise, like not you know a sweet yeah. peanut butter, yeah. not just like straight up ground nuts, like sweet peanut butter. It's a little more roasty, I think. Than yeah, yeah, that might be the kind of 
arrangement. Hmm. Well, that's intriguing. The head, by the way, just annihilates itself. It just goes... Yeah. It just goes away. Yeah, well, yeah. I... Mm. Peanut I'm butter. sure that's a combination <laughs> of the peanut, peanut butter and also the 15%. Yeah, alcohol. probably a little, little something something involved there. Oh, man. As it sits, the aroma gets boozy. Yeah, this is interesting. I don't get the Chipotle. I do. It'll it, It's building. That's okay. my third sip. It builds, it builds a little. I get... Going to try to get the retro nasal thing going on a little bit. A tiny hint... Of the sea salt in the fish. I didn't realize that there was actually sea salt in it until I just licked at the can. I thought you were just being like, yeah, and they were like, fuck it, we'll just... Lick your lips. As soon as you lick your, lick your lips, you get the sea salt. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, like, we just finished the goes, and we got three pounds of sea salt left. Just stuff that bitch in. Um, I get a little bit of sea salt in the finish. I think it also plays well with um, kind of the finish of the very light heat I get from the Chipotle. It's a tiny bit of smokiness in there, too. Yeah, I think that's probably, yeah, yeah. from yeah. the Chipotle. Well, yeah, too, yeah, it's definitely from the Chipotle, but yeah. I like it. It's a nice little, like, yeah. at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little, little something, some little, yeah, you say quoi? I'm starting to get a little little warmth in the back there yeah. of it. Not a ton, but... Uh, this is a happy beer. Yeah, this is... You drink one of these things, and you're like, I'm the fucking best. Yeah, I need I another one anything. of these for tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah. no, this, is, a, this is definitely a, uh, a chill-out... End of the day, end of a shitty day beer. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know what to think about it. I mean, I, I like it. Don't get me wrong. It's just it's, it's. I don't know. I don't know how much. I'm trying to figure out like, do I want to drink this as much as I think I do? Because you know, you have two or three sips of a beer. I love this beer. No, you don't want yeah. that much volume of this beer, but you want the but you want the tulip glass that we poured it into. You are talking to the guy who basically just eats family-sized packs of Oreos. That's true. Hey, yeah. by the way, they're on sale this week. Oh, excellent. Yes. Yeah, just letting you know. Yeah. Um, that's cool. After I tell you, I've been in, in, the, in the fucking doctor with heart palpitations. Hey, by the way, that thing you can't stop eating, they're on sale. Buy two. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. I'll take eight. <laughs> yeah. I go to an early grave. Kevin's like bonus. <laughs> you know how many? How much? He, yeah. How many of those you got? You see this house? His heart bought this house. <laughs> Are you going to get a custom coffin made in Guyana and ship back to the United States that looks like a family pack of Oreos? <laughs> That'd be awesome. I heard about those. I should like the custom, that apparently like custom uh, coffins there are a huge thing. Uh, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's like, it's like you want to be buried in a fucking parade float. That's like how I feel about it, you know? Like, <laughs> well, I think we... Listen, if you're going to spend eternity in a box, it better be a dope fucking box. I guess. Pretty sure it was either Idiot Abroad or I forget the name of the show they gave him after. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Ricky Gervais yeah. and uh, the other guy. The idiot of bro was hysterical. They basically just kept sending him into war-torn countries. <laughs> well, like he, like there was definitely a point where he went there as well, and he commissioned them to make him a Twix, like two-pack coffin <laughs> for him and his girlfriend. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's great. Um, this beer is interesting. There's yeah, a lot going on there. Like the between the peanut butter flavor. The definite chocolate flavor, that cocoa nib there. As I'm continuing to drink it, the warmth is kind of staying there and building up on the back of the palate. So mm -hmm. it's interesting in that sense. Um, it's got a little bit of that syrupiness, that little bit of oiliness 
in there that I think just if you add peanuts to something, you're never going to get rid of all the peanut oil. Like, it's just going to be there. Yeah. Um, it's really intriguing. And I think it'd be great with a fruit dessert because I want peanut butter and jelly now. Like, that's what I want. Like, that's the sensation that I want. Like, I've got the peanut part now. Now I want that little bit of sweetness or a little bit of tartness to kind of, like, cut it back a little bit. So maybe, like vanilla ice cream with some raspberries on it or something like that would be really great with this maybe you know that's where i'm going but that's because i'm a fat ass and i always want dessert as well um i don't know if i'm quite ready to give it a rating yet but so i can okay i'm i want to give it a growler i do but it's going to be a bomber because it's just there's just no way that the rest of that growler would go to waste i yeah. would i would end up i wouldn't end up drinking it fast enough for it to for you, for me to be able to to, to warrant buying a growler of it, but it'd be a great bummer to waffles. share with people. Yeah, I see. I I relegate in my mind at least because I don't make waffles with beer. I don't fucking make waffles at all. But uh, if I were to make waffles using beer, it would be a beer that I not that I didn't want to drink, but that I was like I'm over drinking that. Like I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not into it. So I wouldn't buy beer with the express purpose of putting it in a waffle. Okay. I also have a metric shit ton of beer at my house that I could instantly open and throw into a waffle at any given point. So I guess I don't really have to. What are your thoughts on this one, Mark? I I really like it a lot, and I I have to assume this falls into the pastry style category, even though it's not <laughs> like Cinnabunny or anything of that sort. I feel like because they put Chipotle in there, that it, it takes it out of that category. Yeah. Because I feel like they added heat to it. You know what I mean? There's not too many people fucking around with heat in desserts. You know what I'm saying? Like, it happens. And I love it when it does, but... But it, it is very good, but it's definitely, like, the pint is the maximum. Just because it is big and it's heavy, I'm not going to want more than a glass. Yeah, I'm thinking that it's going to be a pint for me as well. I think that's about the max that I could drink of this. Um, it's an interesting one. It's one I might want to have available to me but I, having I, a four pack of it i feel like the four pack would probably last at least six months if you're one of those ones yeah. you grab it you have it you're like oh shit glad i did that and yeah. then it'd be one of those ones in the back of the fridge you see the can you go oh fuck yeah it's time for that again R yeah um you know or it's one that i would i would like to share with people i think i think in a setting like this where we could crack open the can and pour it four ways like and dissect it a little yeah yeah like i think it'd be great for that i would it's interesting enough to you know just share with some people yeah it's um, Miller time. No. <laughs> it's next beer due time. That's right. Um, uh, yeah, for me, I think it's going to fall into that pint category. Like, I think that's where it needs to stay. I don't know. I couldn't drink more than a, that of this in a sitting. Yeah, it's a uh, so, uh, baller beer. I'm into it. Yeah. Um, what I'm really surprised is how different all three of the beers are. Yeah, I was looking at their... That's I wanted to touch on that too because even when I was looking at the list to to tell Eric kind of what we wanted, it was pretty crazy to me the breadth of what they what they do. I mean, it seems to me their their bread and butter are, are IPAs from what I can tell. Okay, as is every craft yeah yeah. Um, you got to you got to pay the bills, man. But you know they have like they have this Buongiorno Imperial Stout with almond coffee and vanilla. This biscotti stout is a perfect addition to your morning coffee. You know uh, that type of stuff. There's another Imperial Stout here. Uh, they do obviously do sours. They have a pizza, sour ale with watermelon, raspberry, blackberry, coconut, mint, and milk sugar. 
What the? Fuck? I had I had Mark, Mark was all in until mint, especially with coconut. No, I was confused because I thought I heard pizza. It, the name of it is a pizza. A pizza. Yeah, a pizza. Like one word. I don't know why. I can't answer the question. There's a whistling pizza on the label. Like a slice or a pie? A slice. Okay. Admittedly, they're from Virginia, so they have no idea what pizza is. So. Oh yeah, that's fact. <laughs> Much like, have. much like those heathens from Chicago, I have no idea that that lasagna is not pizza. That is not pizza, but it is fucking delicious. It's a but casserole. <laughs> I am into the pizza casserole. So they have one called Sidiots, a C with idiots. Uh, An imperial stout with bananas, macadamia nuts, cacao nibs, coconut, and vanilla. I'm that in. sounds badass. I'm in. I love macadamia nuts. I'm in on that. I feel like that's the cousin of the that, that that's related to this guy that we just had. Yeah, let me let me pull up the the, the sour that um, Eric had uh, had told me about. Eric, that that not that he told me about. He sent to me uh, while he was there drinking. Yeah, well, no, no, no. He, he sent me the list. I mean, I looked up the list they had at the time, but uh, let me see here. It's called uh, oh, it's okay, baby. It was a six percent sour ale with mango, Oreos, pistachio, almonds, and milk sugar. What? Exactly. That's Run why that I wanted to time? try it. Uh, uh, 6% sour ale with okay. mangoes, Oreos, pistachios, almonds, and milk sugar. There's a lot going on there, but that sounds really interesting. Yeah, that was I definitely fucked up not having that. Eric, if you drank that, tell me what that was like. Yeah, tell us what that was like, because that was or pretty cool. for some reason, anyone else has ever been down there and tried that one, let us know. They had, a, yeah, they had another one here called uh, Coco Maypalm. <laughs> a 15% Imperial style with, with cocoa, maple, and vanilla. Okay. I don't know why it makes it napalm, but that's great. It yeah. burns. <laughs> On the way out. And they're one, <laughs> they're one of the free, one of the few uh, breweries I've seen that actually have a triple IPA that's a legitimate triple IPA, not really? just a double IPA that they're calling a triple IPA. Because yes. it sells more. Well, yeah. It Marketing. Was three times as much. Uh, thirteen. It's the 13% triple IPA dry hop with citrus. So actually, I could probably get behind that with that al- al- elevated alcohol level with the sweetness. Speaking plus of, one of my favorite hops, Citra. Speaking of Citra. Yes. Did you guys see the ad on TV recently that Labatt has like a Citra no. hop beer? Out now? Really? Yeah, I was really surprised that a comf- I I think it's Labatt. I haven't checked. I saw it only once, but it was definitely a big brewery, and they were one of those ones. And they're like, you know, showing that hey, look, we have a kind of crafty, cool, you know, summer summer beer too thing going on. Yeah. And I, I want to. I really want to say it was Labatt, and that it was definitely. St- pushing that it's like hey it's a light lager with citra in there you'll like it and i'm like actually i would try why the fuck not right? yeah you have to you know what you know what um for glenn's uh, birthday this year i might break this out for uh for his son's birthday you know in a couple weeks i'm gonna buy all the different yinglings that they have at bellport okay <laughs> so that we can do like a yingling tasting there you go and maybe we'll throw a phone on the table just really quick with glenn and do like a like a quick 15 minute episode where glenn tries all the yinglings <laughs> I really like the black and t- the Yingling black and tans are really I have, good. I've I have never had, had the black and tan. I've, that? I've never had the black and tan. I've, I've had like- their Oktoberfest. I've had. Uh, I didn't know they made it Oktoberfest. I wasn't yeah, even, it wasn't even aware. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I, I found it in New Jersey one time. Do they make camping. like an official MAGA beer yet, or a what now? An official MAGA beer yet, or what? Yeah, they're they're big uh, supporters. No, not that I'm yeah. aware of. All right. Um, no, I that black and tan. Like I've. More than once, I've gone and been like, I'm buying the six pack of this or the twelve pack of this, and I'm drinking this. 
having like three, four of them in a sitting and just like, I don't care. I'm drinking. Them. <laughs> like, there we go. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to do that. I'm gonna, I'll make that happen. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll hook that up. Yeah. That's so a, that sounds fun. I would do that. I want to say I want to transition a little quick, but I want to thank Eric for uh, thinking of us and yes. uh, grabbing the beers and letting Cheers, letting Eric. me pick. Thank I you actually supplying his beer for back to back episodes. Ex- yes, exactly. That's true. Yeah, he was the the barley wine uh, barley wine guy. So what I want to transition to is, uh, if you're a loyal fan, you'll remember on our social media that Mark put put together a wonderful compilation of me jumping up and out of a chair like. You know, a b- billion times brewing a beer with yes. um, while we had Greg Kelly over my house and we all recorded a podcast together right? Um, for our first home brewer spotlight and still only one working on that. Uh, if you're well, interested, contact us. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. I, I have two people that have already like said to me, like, why haven't I been on the podcast yet? So we'll get so, one of them on. Okay. Uh, logistics. Yes. So logistics. Um, that beer... Uh, won something pretty cool. I'll let Ooh. Mark tell everybody about it. He's the one that entered it, but uh, it was you know, collab- our collaboration came together. And uh, what did we win, Mark? Well, basically, Justin, myself, and Greg Kelly conspired to rig the entire program competition. <laughs> don't, don't don't say that. <laughs> you guys achieved greatness through dude, your own dude, hard we, work. We and escaped. Efforts. We escaped at the meeting last night. It was basically not a meeting, so no, it didn't get announced. No one knew. <laughs> Well, and also, I the email that Wizard sent out recapping the, the non-meeting. Yeah, Wizard. Every re- time I like the over. results of the program were the ones from March. Well, no, no, it was all there. No, February. No, no, all three were oh, there. All three were there. All three were oh, there. But okay, the, but the like the. Fo- I got. I was yeah. reading it and I got yeah. confused and yeah. I was like, "The hell, Doppelbach? That was two months ago." Yeah, no, no, that all was right. that was the anyway, full list. So, what did you guys make again? So, Justin. Wrote out to Greg to get wart from Coney Island. Right, I remember that. I remember we the turned event. it into a beer to guard. Gotcha. And said beer to guard won the uh, April LIBME Pro Am. So that will also be brewed at Mustache Brewing Company, in addition Good. to our pal Doppelbach. Excellent. So we have. So you're taking over Mustache. Two out of three shots of a beer going to GABF this year. That is great odds. Yes, and the cool part is, Mark and I won the first one together with the Pell Doppelbach. Right. Greg, with his English porter, um, that is brown ale, uh, won the second one. That's a really good beer. Yeah, that beer was fucking awesome. That's the one that he brought to share with us, right? Yes. Yes, that was that is, fantastic. That was a uh, downtown brown 4.0. Yeah, that was phenomenal. Yeah, I, I want to have sex with that beer. Yeah. So we, and then the three of us collaboratively won the third. So That's great. All of us. Have a two-third chance, essentially, of going That's to great. JBF. And I've already, you know, prepared my wife that if I have a beer at JBF, I'm going. There you go. So, And what is JBF again? October, I think. Oh, wow. That's sounds, what, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fall summertime. Yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. And, that's um, awesome. Well, I really know, hope we'll you guys happens. get... I really hope... Uh, you guys get the chance to go. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, it's pretty pretty exciting overall. I mean, you know, I would say that. Uh, you Listen, know, that, don't you don't have to be modest. Like that's no, a, that's a fucking be, that's a homebrewer bucket list. Like fucking that's a, a beer maker bucket list. Like yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's it's weird. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it, but it's very very strange. Yeah, I mean, his processing is not working no. right now, but. Uh, um, so that's that's happening, and then um, you know one other thing that I'll bring up is my annual trip to uh, Philly was uh, like a week and a half ago, and this time rather than wandering around in circles, we actually I we planned the trip, 
So I made concerted efforts to go to different breweries. Okay. We went to Yards proper. Like I brought Yards beers back last time, like the ones with that the, was way the back. Presidents. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was like, yeah. We, had we Cliff. drank those almost like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, that was the episode we had. We had, uh, right. we had Cliff, who knows like nothing the, about history, on. Right. That was with the with the spruce beer. And yeah. The, yes. Yeah. So while I was there, I, I brought back beer. We're gonna do another. We'll do a little deep dive on them because okay. they actually package a lot of beer and like yeah. locally distribute their beer. But they don't distribute like they do distribute all over the place, including up here. Okay. But they don't. They don't. Not all of them. Yeah, yeah. Limited distribution of key beers. Yeah. Yeah. They had a um a beer called Pink P Y N K, which uh, was an, uh, an interesting like uh, I think I'm pretty sure it's a kettle sour. Definitely a kettle sour. Um, okay. that was beer. There was a, a brawler uh, English mild. Interesting. That was off the charts good. I was like in love with it. It was like three point six percent. It's one of those love beers it. you could literally just drink all day. Yeah. Um, what is this? I just have a faucet of it in my house. And I just drink it. <laughs> I had a. They have two casks there. They have okay. the the beer engines. Oh, the ones that uh, have to, like pump. Yeah, and uh, they had a. They had their what they call their Washington Reserve, which is that Washington Porter that we had. Right. Aged in a bourbon barrel for like oh, eighteen months. That's probably awesome. And then aged in something else for a little bit. It was it was that's crazy awesome. good. And it, I have to tell you that we didn't. We had. Um, we had a pretzel while we were there. They have they have food. They yeah. have a whole whole brew pub. I just missed it. The weekend before was their real ale festival. Uh, so I'll try to. We're gonna try to hit that next time. I'll explain to my wife what that was. And yeah. she was like, "Oh, that's really cool. We should try to go to that." Tell her to Google camera. <laughs> yeah, then she'll then she'll fall asleep. Um, I actually, for the first time ever, legitimately took notes on every single beer I had while I was there. Like, wow. oh, not just yards, but all the beers I drank the entire time I was there. I took notes on. All right, give us the uh, the highlights. Give us one or two more. Yeah. That, that are really good. Um. So uh, the other breweries I went to were Second Story, which is a pretty cool uh, brew pub that is right around the Revolutionary War Museum. It's kind of over by the water. It's basically in the most touristy part of the of Philadelphia. Okay. It's a little expensive overall. The food was was pretty pretty good. Um, but I was yeah, we one of those ones where you're leaving and you're like. Whoa, that was really all that. All that was really that much. Yeah, yeah. Um, the beer was all right. Well, you, you got the ten percent tourist tourist bump on there, yeah. basically, and the food was good. Um, the yeah. food was definitely better than the beer. The beer was was okay. They had a triple that was pretty good. All their beers were good, but they were just a little off from what you would expect style wise. Right, okay. So like, but the good parts of the style, like the triple, wasn't dry enough. Like it wasn't clean at the end. Okay, so it was a little sweet. Which is kind of like it's just not triple like. So when you're like triples as much as I do, I was a little disappointed. They mm-hmm. did have this lager though, which is like the, their cornerstone, uh-huh. called the Fritzy's Lager. Fritzy's. Yeah, it had beautiful like toast, toasty notes in it, okay. and um, like that kind of just underlying sweetness for a uh, um, that style of beer. That was really good. That was phenomenal. And the other cool thing they did on the menu is they yeah. told you the recipe number okay. and the batch number of that recipe. Interesting. Fritzy's was number two, I believe, recipe-wise, and they were on like their 40th batch of it or something. It was their cornerstone beer. It was interesting. I went to a place called Crime and Punishment, and no, it's not the beer that's like, you know, melts your face. Yeah. Um, That was in probably the shittiest part of Philadelphia that we we went to, like we've ever been to. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, um, Over in that general direction. Um, We were over by the Philadelphia Art Museum, Okay. and uh, we walked from there. And as we're walking, it was it was getting a little dicey. You're watching again. Each yeah. block, you're like, do we need to and keep then, going? And then you turn the corner and you're like, well, that's a vegan restaurant. So this is where we start to gentrify things. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. So here's this. Oh, and look, there's an artisanal mayo place. Ba- we're basically. Safe. Yeah, that was exactly what happened. So, you know, you walk past the nondescript, like, 
hubcap shop. Yeah. And then there was a vegan restaurant. Exactly yeah. what happened. So we, we went in. That was The food there was really good. It was a lot of vegan food in the actual brewery itself. Okay. Um, but they had you know a broad range of food. Gotcha. And uh, the food was extremely good. The, uh, the funniest part was there was a homeless dude. Okay. Who threw it was throwing himself on the ground outside, yeah. trying to get people to think he was falling. And I was informed by our waitress that that happens all the time. <laughs> and this one dude, she knew his name. Yeah. And he just wants, she, he's trying What's to get that? someone to come outside that's, that's and beg Steve. them for money, basically. That's Steve. He does this all day. But Don't he's like launching himself at the ground. Like, it doesn't look like he's falling. It looks like, it's he, not like he a is fall. It's like throwing himself at the ground. It was a little disconcerting until I realized that he's, that's just him. It's just yeah. gonna happen. While we were there, Did we asked you for chicken for his leg. <laughs> no. While we were there, we had a, a some called sudden zest, which was like a it was a kettle sour that's essentially like a mimosa. It was like, tasted just like a mimosa. Stuff was all over it. Okay. If she hadn't been like sweating her ass off walking the whole day, she probably would have had like fifteen of them. Like it would have been it would have been a mess. And then she would have been on the floor. Yeah, you pretty have much. Her home. Um, and the other great one from there was Gulag Uprising, which is a bourbon barrel aged beer. One more time, what was that? Gulag Uprising. Gulag Uprising. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to bring stuff back from there, and they actually had 750 mil bottles they would fill. Wow. And cap. Okay. But they were out of their minds, because they wanted $22, I think, to fill one of those, or 20 bucks to fill one and cap it and send it home, and I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm, not, I'm bit, not into that. That's a bit much, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, we went to Monk's Cafe. Of course. Yeah. And everything there was as great as it usually is, but the Crooked Stave Persica, which was a, a, a funky sour from Crooked Stave. That was insane. Recently, uh, I got a chance. Rachel and I finally got a chance to uh, to go out on like a date night since the baby was been born. I'd seen the uh, picture, and we uh, we just kind of floated around Port Jeff, which is always fun. Uh, no thanks, I'm good. Um, and we ended up at Virology just for a nightcap. And oh man, I oh Jesus, spill this all over. Well, I, what, I forget what I, what I had. I'm trying to remember. I want to go back and see what I what I had. To excite the wife. <laughs> A little undercarriage clone. There you go. <laughs> um, but it was really, it was really good. It was definitely one of those beers that we that I wouldn't normally find. That I was happy to have uh, found something different on. We were supposed to have a beer meeting there, but they hosed us. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why they? Ho- what happened there? I don't know exactly what happened. They, um, they shouldn't say they hosed us, but like for very short notice, they let us know that they they didn't have somebody to work. I mean, who knows? Somebody called in sick. Something yeah. happened. You know, shit happens. But it was a little frustrating. But. Um, I, I'm hoping. I hope to go there. I've heard the food is good, and I've you know I've heard that while the beers are maybe a little on the pricey side, it's got a great. They have a great selection. Yeah, I di- um I thought the beers were a little bit were a little bit expensive, but you know what? It was one of those. Uh, we have a a pretty good variety, and definitely stuff that you don't normally find at a like you you would only find at a beer bar. Yeah. Um, I'm scrolling back and trying. While you're looking for that, I I we went to Water Zoe. In uh, Garden City. Water Zoe? Yeah, which is a, a very high-end, like, Belgian bistro restaurant. And they have the, like, probably the best selection of Belgian sour and lambic beer, like, outside of Monk's Cafe at a, yeah. at a restaurant that I've encountered. Like, the first two beers we got were um, a Rodenbach and a Rodenbach Grand Cru. Nice. Nice. Getting those side-to-side was so super cool. Yeah. So like you drink the you drink I'm sorry you drink no. the Rodenbach and you're like oh yeah that's pretty tart it's very very good then you drink the Grand Cru and you're like whoa and then you go yeah. back to the Rodenbach no, and you're like I don't taste anything <laughs> like regular Rodenbach it's just like easy drinking yeah it's an easy drinking sour and then you hit that <laughs> Grand, Grand Cru, Cru is like yeah I am going to contemplate all of the choices I've made in life <laughs> for those of you that don't, I don't know I don't think the, I've yeah. had the Grand Cru 
the Grand Cru is uh, seven is sixty six percent old Lambic and thirty three percent young Lambic. I'm pretty sure that's that's the right well, ratio. It's not Lambic, but yeah. Oh, not Lambic. Sorry. Um, wait, what is the, what what is it then? Because that's pretty sure. red. No, no, no. But the blend, it, but there's the blend. The blend. It says it right on the label. The blend yeah, says the, the blend is Lambic. It's and, young. Yeah. Oh no, it's a no, young it's stock. It's a, no, it's a young yeah, stock. Right, you're right. it's right. a young beer and old. No, beer. you're right. Gotcha. You're right. There was the other one, the other the other beer that we had uh, before. But yeah, it's young stock versus old stock, and the older stock has this acetic quality, right? Where the younger stock doesn't, and it's basically reversed. Yeah. for the regular Rodenbach. Okay, so you, you know, for the crazy people like me that like to basically drink salad dressing, the Rodenbach <laughs> Grand Cru is like, oh, this yeah. Is the, the first shit. time I bought a bottle of that and like I opened it, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I still drank the whole thing, yeah. but it, like you did that work. was a long contemplative. <laughs> it, you were doing work on yourself yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, they had the they had the eleven point two ounce bottles. Thankfully, so we weren't like oh, the Grand Cru. I've yeah. never seen that. I had never seen it either. I've only ever gotten you know the seven fifty. Yeah. Well, you posted the pictures of that like the from like the menu and stuff like yeah. that. And I looked at that and I went, "That is a place where all of a sudden, like, like if the three of us were there." We would sit there and be like, shit, we just spent a mortgage payment. Like, how the fuck did we... And we'd leave there, and we'd be feeling great, but how the... F- holy shit, we just spent, like, $1,000. Like, when we were when we were at Monks in Philly, they were selling these... They were selling, like, Lambics. They had a whole right. list of them that they were, like, trying to push, and they were special ones that literally yeah. you could only buy in the U.S. at Monks. Right. And I sent a text to Brian Bennett, and I'm like, do you, do you need any of these? He's like, no, yeah. like, like, I'm good, thanks. I, right. you know, probably has four of each. Yeah. And um, I'm like, I'm trying to leave here without spending like a couple car payments right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thankfully, I was I was able to do that. Yeah. The the only thing that like it was a good thing that you were like pro- that you walked it there. Oh yeah. Like, because that's one of those ones that if I had parked nearby, we <laughs> go, re- go rent the zip car. I'll be right yeah, back. Hold on. <laughs> um, so I found the post from uh, from my night out, and it was uh, a Petrus Ode Brune. Oh, badass! That's one which, of Steph's favorite beers. Which is delicious. It was a little. It was. It's a. It's a brown ale that's kind of tart and not overpoweringly tart, but definitely like you know that you're getting a sour beer. And yeah, the, it oh, is. It was delicious. Yeah, like, Oberns are uh, you know closely related to the, the Rodenbox. box. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I know it's kind of like the. I know they're you know they're in the same neck of the woods, but I had never had that one. I think I've only had like one or two Oberns ever. Yeah, and, you don't see them nearly as often. Yeah, as and that's just something like you just don't see that even on a pretty good beer bar. You may not see that beer, like, like around here. I can think of maybe like two spots where I could find two other spots that I could find that at most. No, yeah. yeah, you can you can get Petrus like in a bottle, right? But it is never nearly as good as on tap. Like yeah. I had I had that exact beer at Monks the last time we were in Philly. Yeah, and it's phenomenal. And we came back and got bottles. Yeah, and not it, the same. it just not even it wasn't that's even close. Shame. Because like this beer was so good, and uh, Rachel tried some of it, and she was like, "Okay, that's kind of interesting." She ended up getting like a like a peach cider that was really good too. Um, but man, I was I fell in love with that beer. I was like, I could get behind this all day. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah, that was uh, an interesting day because Justin and Stephanie were down drinking in Philadelphia. Yeah. Amy and I spent like three hours in the Patchogue Beer Project. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were. Yeah, we were all. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. We, you we, and we, Rachel we, went out drinking later. In yeah, the, yeah, later that day. Yeah, we were able to get. Uh, there was so much social action going on. I know it was pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty crazy. We all three of us got out at the same day. Yeah, without we, our we kids. managed to get a baby. We managed to get. Uh, I think my dad was babysitting or something like that, and we were like, "All right, let's go." That's awesome. Um, All right, guys. Well, this has been a wonderful Thursday night edition of uh, Beer Task Voyage. Yeah, this man. is how much we love you guys. We weren't able to record this episode in time to release it, and we 
all got together on a Thursday, and in particular, Mark loves you because the moment we leave, he's going to fall over in his chair and just fall no, asleep I'm right fall here. onto the floor out of the y- Yeah. Yes. And yeah. just fall right out and fall asleep. So um, we love you guys. We did it for you, Greg. Yeah, for yeah. you, Greg. So we, we don't did miss it the for you. Guys. Yeah, fuck the wart. I'm just kidding. We don't care. We love them, too. It doesn't matter. I don't even know them. <laughs> no, I don't know them. I don't know them at all. We just know, know that, that Greg likes to tell us that he likes them to make us feel bad. All right. Well, consider me jealous. And uh, that's all I got. Cheers, everybody. I'm rubber and you're a glue. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com. On Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage. And Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow. Or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.